What's going on? <laughs> not much. Not much. How's how was your day? Uh, it's going well. It's a uh, it's been nice weather. We're having a nice spring, I think. <laughs> okay. All right. I feel like it hasn't been that hot. I feel like usually it's super hot by now. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really. I, don't really, I guess. I guess so. It is. We're halfway through May. Over halfway through May. Yeah, and it's not insufferable yet. Yeah, I'm sure when the when the heat really comes, it'll be even worse than it was last year. Just to make up for it, just to make up for oh, the yeah. fact that it's late, you know. Yep, we'll get there. <sighs> What's going on in your life? How was work? Anything interesting happen? Um, no, nothing interesting happened. I'm going out of town this weekend. Going to visit some friends in Gainesville. I'm going to a concert. That'll be fun. Really? Haven't done, haven't done that in a long time. <laughs> yeah. What's the show? Do you mind saying? It's it's just my friend. He's playing the drums in a band. It's it's oh, just cool. like it's just like three local bands, I think, and they're they're headlining actually. So that's cool. It, it'll be fun. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I thought I had something. I wanted to. You know what? This is not interesting. Um, hmm. <laughs> no, I was gonna. I was gonna tell you a story about my dad getting a fake email from Amazon, but I'm not sure that's interesting. Oh my god! I had a, my 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 mom got a text like that recently. Really? Yeah, yeah. She she sends it to me and my brother, and we're just like, do not open that. Do not click that link. <laughs> right, right. She's like, what? I don't understand. Why? Why wouldn't I click the link? Yeah, my my dad got an email today that was like, well, he first of all he calls me, and he goes, someone just bought a sixty five inch TV on my Amazon account, and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah. Look at my emails. So I look at his emails. I look at his inbox, and he's got an email there. And I open it. And you know me. I'm like, I'm such a computer nut. I'm like, I'm so tuned in to like every detail that happens on a computer that like, mm-hmm. I one look at this email and red flags are going off. You know, I'm like, this doesn't look right. You know? Yeah. They never do. Yeah. So I look at the email address that it's from, and it's from like, Package delivery at amazn primeshipping dot co. Seems legit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. And I'm and I'm like, Dad, I don't think this is a real Amazon email. He goes, No, I think it is. I go, Well, look at the email address that it's from. It's from this weird address. I go, When when I buy stuff from Amazon, it's they send me a confirmation email. It's from Amazon dot com. It's like you know shipping at amazon.com or whatever it is right mm-hmm. and he goes he goes well i called the number at the bottom and it and it oh was boy. amazon and i'm like i, I don't they said so yeah, that's what i'm thinking right exactly it's why, why is it amazon because they said right so and i'm thinking like dad but i think the whole email is fake which means it's a fake phone number i go what you get what you got to do is you got to like check it like, like actually google or look up the real amazon customer service number and see if it matches because if the email's fake the phone number's fake and they're just lying and he's like well i called them and i told them to cancel it and they said they did and i'm like <laughs> that's it they didn't ask for like your credit card or anything he's like no it's a weird scam yeah i know right now i'm th- now i'm trying to figure out what the hell was the scam then like i don't understand and I, but i go well dad j- did you check your amazon account like, did you go to amazon.com and look at like your order history and there's this pause no and i'm like look, go look at it see if it's there so he pulls it up and and he's like yeah there's nothing there 
And I'm like, yeah, I think this is fake. I don't think I don't think anyone bought anything on your Amazon account. I'm like, if you want to be extra careful, check your credit card or your bank statement. He's like, yeah, I only have one card with Amazon that's hooked up to my Amazon account. No purchase was made on it. I'm like, yeah, I think you're fine. I think I don't think anything got hacked. I don't think anyone bought anything in your account. I think this is just a fake email. He's like, oh, okay. Well, at least I don't have to do anything. I'm like, yeah, exactly, exactly. You don't have to change your password or get a new credit card. I don't know. But it's, I don't know, it's just so funny to me. Like, he didn't, he didn't think to do, like, his, his first reaction was, oh, holy shit, I have to call this number immediately. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, like, right. Like, I feel like my first reaction would be like, what the hell? Hold on. Let me look. Let me see what's going on. Like, is this Who bought real? a TV? <laughs> right. I, my first th- thought would have been to check my Amazon account. That would have been the first thing I did. I'm still upset. I don't know what the scam is. Right. Did did you I, did you do any digging into it? I feel, I feel like the dead giveaway in a lot of those emails is honestly like the hover text for the hyperlinks. You can you can very easily figure out that they're scam from. Oh, that. Oh really? I never I never thought of that, or I never noticed. Oh yeah. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't I don't know what what the scam. But the other thing that was interesting is that it had like a different name. It was like oh Bob Smith in Texas bought the TV, and I'm like. Dad, why is Bob it not? Smith. Why is it not your name? Why, like, and he's like, right, yeah, I don't right. know. And so, so I'm like, maybe they were trying to scam this Bob guy, and they accidentally got your email. I, you know, you know, I don't. I have no idea. So I, I never figured out what the scam was. I have no idea what the scam was. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's fu- it's funny how some people are just like, like my dad. I think gets a new credit card every year because he's, mm-hmm. he's like. It's like I really I think it's like once a year my dad's like I got a new credit card because mine mine was hacked so I had to get a new one and like I credit never card was hacked right I never cared right right what does that even mean and I I never <laughs> really care to investigate or ask too many questions because I just I don't want to get involved because I know it's going to be a whole thing but it's like I've I've had a credit card since I was like eighteen I've had at least a credit and I've never had it stolen I've never had it hacked I've never had like. I don't know. What, like, what are people doing on the internet? Like, it's just like, I don't know. Has that ever happened to you? So I did. I did have one credit card stolen. May, maybe two, but only only. I think it's only one. And it was like the day after I went to a bar. I handed the bartender my credit card and everything, and he's like ringing me up, whatever. And then the next day, I get like a phone call from my bank saying like, "Hey, there was like someone bought." Like four hundred dollars worth of groceries at Winn Dixie. We just wanted to see if this Winn Dixie in Jacksonville. Like we just wanted to see if this was you. And I was like, no, no, good catch. That wasn't me. I don't know what that is. So like, my only guess is that it was the bartender. But just on the on the topic in general, I remember when I first got my Apple Card. One one of the biggest perks of that was like how much more secure it was than other types of credit cards, and also how easy it was to remedy if it did get stolen. And so for the the two years that I've almost two years I guess that I've had that card I haven't had any trouble. Uh, c- could be a complete coincidence, honestly, but I I do think it's probably it's probably helped out a little bit. Yeah, and it's probably easier to steal you know someone's credit card information if you have the f- card physically with you in person. Of course, yeah. You know, I mean, like, it, and it's it's so funny. It's like I remember go, I remember when I was a kid. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe ten years old or something. My dad took us to Universal, me and my sister, and um, we went to one of those like little stands where they sell you like drinks or popcorn or whatever. And uh, the girl at the register or whatever, she's like, oh, our system isn't working, so I have to take your credit card like the old-fashioned way. Where like they have that like – what is it? Like carbon press paper or something and they 
you know what I'm talking about? They, they they do a little kachunk over it and they press the card information into a piece of. You know what I'm talking about? I don't think I've ever seen this. It's like an old way of taking a credit card where it's like, like something about the paper. You can press a credit card into it and it like leaves an imprint and then like you just like you do the actual transaction later and it's just like oh, I don't know. It's some it's like a, sort of an old fashioned system before you could swipe it in the machine or whatever. And Wild. so, yeah, I know it's crazy how technology has come along where it's like i've never even heard of that i've only seen that happen like twice in my life maybe like it's you know mm-hmm. but um but yeah we, i remember we walked away and my dad was like i basically just have to trust that she's a good person now because now she just has my credit card information <laughs> right right it's right there <laughs> and i'm like i i'm probably fine like i i guess but like it's it's funny that he I'm, it's just funny that he was like really paranoid about that happening you know with a physical card but he's totally like oblivious to like how he can have his credit card stolen on the internet yeah yeah exactly <laughs> which i get like i get it because like, you know phishing scams and things like that like i i get how it's harder to keep up with this stuff you know the technique technical stuff at my company they do test phishing where like they'll send you a fake spam email and you have to report it as spam and if you don't or if you or you click one of the links in the email, you have to take like a really annoying thirty minute training to like learn about phishing and everything. So I feel I feel like I've gotten good at, at uh picking those emails out. It's giving me good practice. Yeah, I've I've heard of companies doing that. That's that's hilarious. Have I'm assuming have you ever gotten it clicked it by accident or? Oh yeah, yeah I have because <laughs> it's it, it's it's been my fault every time. But right. sometimes there's there was like. It was like there's a FedEx package waiting for you, and I do get emails sometimes from FedEx for work. So I was like, oh, maybe, maybe, maybe this is something connected to that. And then I was like, oh, no, should have known better. <laughs> is is the class really boring? Like, did you ever learn anything interesting at all, or it's just like it's just, or do you finish the class and you're like, yeah, I knew all that. I just like had like a momentary lapse of reason. <laughs> yeah, that's that's pretty much it. I mean, you have to take the training no matter what. Like when you first. Like day one of the company when you're of hired, course. you have to take this training. Yeah. So if you if you fall for it and you have to take it again, you're just basically going through the exact same PowerPoint. <laughs> right. It's, it, but I, I do really like it. the. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I I do really like the videos though. Just just in general of like um, office training videos that they make people watch, where it's just like really bad actors. <laughs> acting out a scenario of like someone getting a fishy email or some like sexual harassment in the workplace like just the acting and dialogue is is comedy gold so it's only so bad yeah wasn't there some like celebrity who's done like those like office training videos for like some famous company that leaked out like microsoft or something do you know what i'm talking about no i don't think i've heard of this i'm trying to look up like so like office training and i'm getting like results for like the office tv show i'm i I put in like celebrity training video i'm getting like celebrities working out like Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh oh okay so here's one um bill gates when he was still with microsoft did a video with jerry seinfeld oh i'd love that i imagine jerry would hate doing that that's so funny oh this is the one i was thinking of is microsoft got um Ricky Gervais to do David Brent from The Office for one of their like internal company videos. Oh, that's awesome! I think, and it looks like Stephen Merchant was with him too. Yeah, so I think once in a while, at least at least uh, back in the day, this was a thing that 
big, big companies would do is they'd get celebrities to do their in-house training videos. Put that on your IMDb. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I know. I know. Sometimes when uh, when people steal your credit card, like on specific websites, they can only really like ship it to your address already. So it's so, sometimes it'll it'll happen where like they'll they'll just like camp outside of your house waiting for a package to show up. What? And then just like just hope to be there when it shows up. Run up to the door, grab it, and go. I've never heard of that. That's crazy. Yeah, I, f- I feel like it used to happen in my my old neighborhood a little bit because there there was this. I remember there were, there were days where just like this this van would just show up and just sit there for hours. And there was one time where one of our neighbors, like we, we, we were talking to the neighbors. We were like, what, anyone know whose car that is? They've sort of just been sitting there and the car's been on for hours. They haven't moved. So one of the neighbors like started to approach them and they immediately just skirted off and drove away. So it's like, huh, they're, they're up to something. Yeah. There's so something I, sketchy going on there. Yeah. You ever watch those, um, uh, who is the guy who does it? The Glitter Bomb Porch Pirate videos? No, no. I do want to check that out, though. Uh, Mark Rober is the guy who does it. He has a YouTube channel. I'll put a link in notes. Yeah, he's done a, he's done a few of these videos now. He did, he did one recently, I don't know, a few months ago, maybe within the last few months, where it started out as like a Porch Pirate video, but then it turned into he caught like a... a telephone scammer like people who and and this this is the other thing that was interesting about like when i was thinking about how were they trying to scam my dad is because like i watched this video of of these guys trying to catch a like a phone scammer and like the intricate like levels that these scammers go into it's like they hire someone for a day to like rent out someone's house for an airbnb and have packages delivered there and like and so and so like because i think what happens is they they try to catch the scammer at a certain house they catch the wrong guy turns out he just owns the house and he'd lent it out as an airbnb that 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 they were using so then they had to figure out well who was using the airbnb as a scammer so it's like it's they get pretty creative these these con artists that's so messy do, do you remember that Reply All episode where they talked about, like, phone scammers? Oh, where they w- actually went to India? Yeah, yeah, they hung out with the guy. Yeah, that's right. What, what, what was the name of that episode? I don't remember, but, like, the, the gist was, like, there was a... Long distance. Like, Alex had developed a relationship with one of the scammers, <laughs> and he like, kept calling them and having conversations with them. But, like, in reality, he was having conversations with many different people, all pretending to be the same person. Right. They were all Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, here it is. Uh, Reply All Episode 102, Long Distance. This week, a telephone scammer makes a terrible mistake. He calls Alex (laughs) Goldman. (laughs) That's hilarious. Yeah, that was an interesting episode, too, because I remember remember listening to it it and the the phone scammer is like, oh yeah, I'm 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 with Apple, and they're like, you you work f- directly for Apple, the company, and then he's like, well, no, but I work through a party that they like a company they a third party they hired out or whatever, and I think he, doesn't he ask a question that's like, that's like, oh well, can you give me some sort of like verification ID number so that I can call Apple and verify that you are a company that is authorized to work with them, and they just like hung up, right. which is like. Such a great question I would have never thought to ask, you know? Yeah, they don't, they don't deal with people that smart most of the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. 
if they're if they're an authentic company, they like dealing with people who are that smart. Right, right, like you. Yeah, yeah but what I, we what we talked when when you're on the phone with like a cable or internet company, and that that you you make it very clear to them that they can talk to you. Yeah, I no, I had I called Spectrum yesterday to talk about an, an internet thing, and yeah, I, I was I was doing the same thing where I was like not trying to not overdoing it, but like using just enough terminology in just the right way that like they quickly understand like okay, I don't need to talk down to this guy. Mm-hmm. Right. If only I knew enough about everything that I could do that with, like, everybody I had to call about every subject. Wouldn't that be amazing? <laughs> Wouldn't it be great to know everything about everything? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't learn a lot about one thing. Learn a little bit about everything. That's that's what I'm going for. That's what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Oh, shoot. I'm using Chrome to look all this stuff up. I don't have a shortcut set up for Chrome. I only have a shortcut set up for Safari. Yeah, I like Chrome. Chrome's got good plugins. Yeah, you you are always you always use Chrome like exclusively, right? I I tried to switch to Safari a couple years ago, but then like I didn't like the ad blocker I was using over there. Or the, I couldn't use my same ad blocker, so yeah, that was a no go. Yeah, that's the thing with Safari is like because it is more locked down and secure, it it means it's much harder to develop like extensions for it, and so a lot of people just don't. Um, so yeah, I totally, I totally know what you mean. I think there was something announced, I don't know, a few months ago or within within the last year that they were tweaking how they handle Safari extensions so that Chrome extensions can be easily uh, imported or adapted to work with Safari. No idea what's come of that since. Haven't really looked into it, but you know, you know what I've been meaning to ask you about mm-hmm. has has the iOS update come out where you can use Siri for Spotify? I think so. I think that was fourteen five, which is out. I know. I know is out because it has the unlock the phone with the watch if you're wearing a mask thing. Mm, I think yeah. that's all the same update, and I've been doing that for the last couple of weeks, and it is awesome. Yeah, that's great. So yeah, I think that's. I think that was fourteen five. Yeah, I need. I really need to start using that because my my upstairs neighbors that I live next to are the loudest people. And they tend to be loudest at a, between like the hours of 10 p.m. to 3 a.m. So oh, I really brutal. just it's, – it's so bad. I really just need to set up a Siri thing. There's, hey, Siri, play ambient rain and then just go to sleep. With, I don't have to get out of my bed or anything because it is, it is rough. I, they've had the cops called on them. Oh, that's awesome. What, um, what white noise app do you use? Uh, I don't use a white noise app. Uh, I used to use I used to use Headspace because they had some ambient stuff, but I just I just have a ambient rain on Spotify that I like. Oh, wait, oh, that's why you brought up the Spotify thing is they have like a ambient noise playlist or something. Yeah, yeah, tons of stuff like that. Oh, I just, gotcha. It's just this this one album that I always put on when I need it. Gotcha. the The app that I use um, for white noise is an app called Dark Noise, and the thing that I love about it is not only do they have a lot of options for sound effects and stuff, but the best thing about it is that it has the ability to play white noise while also playing music or podcasts from another app. Hmm. Like, like nor- you know how normally like when you play audio through something, that becomes like this is the audio that's, that the system is playing. And if you like oh, yeah, go to Control it. Center, it's like that's what's playing. You can pause it and that's like it's 
controlled by, by, by the system now, right? They have done something where it's playing in the background, but it's not like the system audio that's playing. And it's a toggle. Like, you can toggle it. But the ability to turn that off or on, however that works, like, the ability to do that means that then I can have, like, white noise playing while I'm listening to a podcast. And I've, I've done this on, on when I take flights. This is where it's been really useful is I have my noise-canceling headphones, and then – and this is going to sound really crazy, but then I pump in white noise of an airplane interior into my headphones while I'm on a plane. I've told you I do this, right? I don't think so. This is wild. It's weird, right? I, I heard I heard about this from CGP Grey who does this, and it, it sounds crazy, but it, it actually works because – I do think there's something weird about being on a plane and having like li- very little to no noise and having the noise canceled out. It, it it almost like sounds wrong to be on a plane and hear so little. And right. also, I can see that being weird, right? And also, the real life interior of the plane, the audio and the sounds are variable, right? There might be people talking, or there's like a baby crying, or the, you know what I mean? Like there, there's. It's not consistent, whereas if you can drown out the real airplane noise and listen to fake, consistent, and controlled airplane noise, it makes it sound more – it makes it sound more normal. It doesn't sound like something's wrong, but also it, you're not, not going to hear the, the variability of you know, real life basically. And then you put yeah. podcasts on top of that, and it, you're good to go. Now you've got a stew going. Man, that, that's really clever. Isn't that good? <laughs> I, I, I feel like I, I feel like I would enjoy that because I've only used noise canceling headphones a time or two, but every time I put them on, it just feels weird. Like it's it's just too much silence for me. You know, I don't I don't know if other people feel that way, but no, I, I know what you mean. And and there are some people who who like it. There are some people who like have like the AirPods Pro and they'll just like put them in and then not listen to anything and just do the noise canceling. <laughs> And because they like the silence, and I, and I can't, I can't do that. It, to me, it does sound a little bit weird. And so usually, yeah. like, like because I have the AirPods Pro and I have the noise canceling turned on all the time. But if I'm not listening to something, I do start to notice, like, oh, the world is suddenly a little too quiet, and I'm not hearing anything. So I notice how quiet it is, and it just, I don't know, it sounds off to me. And, and yeah, it's and, sort of eerie. It's a little, it's a little bit eerie, and part of it is like what's actually happening is like they're it's pumping audio into your ears that bat, that cancels out the the real audio from the outside world right isn't, yeah, isn't yeah. that how it works yeah it's like uh, opposite noise waves or whatever to cancel them out right and so i think there's something i think it's almost like i can feel like that's happening even if i can't quote unquote hear it but it, i don't know so i i don't like to wear noise canceling headphones you know while while nothing's playing. Although what's interesting is that remember a few months ago I bought those those Beats uh I forget the Beats Studio, the ones I'm wearing right now actually. Mm-hmm. I found out after I bought them that they're noise canceling or I forgot that they were noise canceling when I bought them. But these I can wear with the noise canceling turned on and have nothing playing cuz it makes more sense. It's like, well, it's covering my whole ear anyway. Of course I shouldn't be able to hear the outside world. It almost it, it almost makes more sense for these for over-ear headphones to be noise canceling than for little little buds that are in my ears to be noise canceling. 
I don't. Right. I, I'm not sure why that makes sense, but for some, for some reason, for me, that makes sense. Yeah, it it doesn't it doesn't really make sense, but I I understand. I feel like I would feel the same way about it. <laughs> right. Just just something about it covering up the ear. Right. It makes it sound like oh yeah, I'm, of course of course I don't hear anything. Like of course it's, it's silent. That's a physical thing on my head that is making the mm-hmm. world silent. Whereas right. a little nubbin in my ear, it's like the world shouldn't be this quiet. There's nothing on my head. <laughs> Again, not really logical because there's still something covering my ear or whatever. But it, you know, it, it something about that. Um, yeah, but yeah, you should you should get noise canceling headphones. They they're awesome. You think so? I don't know. Just do it. I, I feel like I feel like I need to I need to do some things using noise canceling headphones to find out if I would even like them. I need I need to like just go through my routine normally wearing headphones to see if it's to see if it's any good for me. I don't know. My, my headphones are fine now. Yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things where some sometimes just for fun, I turn off the noise canceling, like on my AirPods when I'm out, and it it does make a difference. It, if only that because the outside world is more quiet, the volume of whatever I'm listening to doesn't need to be as loud for me to hear it clearly. You know, like even if that's the only perk, it's like, well, that's worth it. That's awesome. Like mm-hmm. to turn down yeah. the volume of the world around me so I can more clearly hear what I'm listening to without without having to blast it. That's great. <laughs> it's fantastic. Yeah, he- headphones are one of those things that I don't have a lot of expertise in. No, like, me I, neither. Like Beats and Bose are like the two generic upscale brands right. that like most people buy. But if you talk to any real audiophile, they're like, "Don't get those. That's that's like the worst stuff you can get." I'm like I I don't care to go down this rabbit hole that much. Maybe the next time I need to buy a pair of headphones, I'll do that, but not until that moment. Yeah, so are you I'm assuming hearing you say that, I'm assuming you don't have or you don't care about the Spotify, Apple Music, high quality audio thing that they're rolling out. No, I've I've heard a little bit about this, but I don't even really understand it. It's just like they well, I mean, I'm following it because I have Apple Music, so I, you know, I I know they're they just announced they're going to have higher quality audio for everything on Apple Music, and like it seems like they're doing like different degrees of quality, um, all the way from like CD quality all the way to actual lossless audio, um, and you can sort of turn these on and off, and I think you the lossless one, you have to like opt into it and everything because it's like it would just use so much bandwidth to stream that, right? Um, and I and hearing that, then I found out, oh, Spotify is doing something similar, but isn't Spotify like an extra chart? They're charging you extra for it, I think, to have a high, higher quality audio. Oh, maybe it's a premium feature or something. Could be. I thought you had Spotify Premium though. Yeah, I do. I do. Yeah. See, I thought it was gonna. I. I thought I heard it was going to be an extra charge on top of that for like oh, lossless may- audio. Because I think uh, – I, I guess my, my premium subscription just went up by like a dollar. So maybe that was a part of it. I'm not sure though. Yeah, I don't know. But the the funny thing is that like um, Apple's, Apple Music is doing lossless audio and, it, and they, they will literally tell you like, yeah, this doesn't work with any of our headphones. You have to have like a special like jack that you plug into the phone because the ones we sell don't work for because <laughs> it's like the audio is so high quality and there's so much data in it that like it can't be transmitted through Bluetooth. It, it can't be sent over like a, a normal like adapter or whatever. 
Wow. Because <laughs> it's just it's just it's just so much data and like like what, what, like, what is it? What do you mean? What, what the heck is, is what the heck is lossless audio? Oh, so like, I mean, it's it you know most of audio that we listen to is compressed, right? Like they've taken like the full, you know, the full actual wavelengths and com- and taken shortcuts to compress it and make it smaller, which loses quality, but you but it also brings the file size down, but it usually doesn't lose quality enough that you would no- really notice it. Basically, lossless is like like a FLAC file or an ALAC file, which is what Apple is using. But lossless audio is like basically the digital equivalent of like the, a vinyl record where it's like this is That's what literally I was just <laughs> yeah like this is literally the actual wavelength like this is exactly what the artist heard when they were recording it and listening to it and mixing it is like there is no compression there's no mixing it down like they're it lossless is ridiculously uh huge like file sizes and mm-hmm. i don't think most people can even tell the difference i think i think there's been some studies where they try to test people like can you actually tell the difference between like a really good MP3 versus like an actual lossless file? And I think the vast majority of people do not do any better than like 50-50. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that. That's, that's why I always think people that say, I, I don't know, a ton of people like this, but there's some group of people that says like vinyl is the best way to listen to records or listen to music. And I'm like, yeah, that's really? stupid. It like it pops all the time and it's really fuzzy. I'm, right. Granted, it depends a lot on the the vinyl player that you have too. But I'm like, is it really that much better? No, it's not. There, there's other reasons to enjoy vinyl, but that's not it. Right. Ex- I mean, exactly. I mean, to me, the appeal of listening to vinyl was, um, the intentionality of putting on a album to listen to all the way through, start to finish. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that w- it w- it's it's the intentionality of it. Whereas, I mean, of course, you can still do that with Spotify or whatever. Just put on an album and hit play, start to finish. But it, I don't know. There's something about putting a record on a thing. It's like there's so I don't know. It's just it's a different thing because it's like it's it really is like I really want to listen to this whole. It's like there's you know what I mean. It takes so much work yeah. to go do that. No, I get it. Sort of, sort of turns music into more of an event, I think. Right, and also there, there is something about like, like, have you heard of the loudness war? No, I don't think so. The loudness war is a thing that I don't know if it was. I don't think it's still going on. Um, I probably is still going on. Okay, so from Wikipedia, the loudness war is a trend of increasing audio levels in recorded music, which reduces audio fidelity and. Uh, listen, according to many critics, it reduces listener enjoyment. So basically what's happening over the last, I don't know, 20, 30, 40 years is basically taking the volume of music and just turning it up like more and more because there's a real phenomenon where if you play a song for someone – uh, or if you, if you if you tell someone like okay we're gonna play you the same song in like two different formats and you got to tell us which one sounds better right it could be the exact same song exact same format exact same file but you play one louder than the other people will think that one sounds better it doesn't mm-hmm. it's the same thing it's just louder but people think it sounds better so there's been this sort of thing in the music industry called the loudness war which is just keep turning everything up make it louder keep keep going make it even louder turn those those parts in the middle they're too low turn that up too and so you end up with music that it's like 
like parts are clipping and it can it, you can cre- it can create distortion and you know or or, diff- or just parts of the song like just get, get mixed out like you basically there are things you don't hear like i remember like like one of my favorite albums of all time is american idiot right and i've listened to the album a thousand times right and when I bought it on vinyl and listened to it on vinyl, I heard things that I'd never heard before, like literally parts of the song that I just d- didn't hear, never knew they existed, right? Because like the CD version and the version on whatever streaming service it was on, it was like, it's the loudness war. Whereas with the vinyl record, you can't just artificially turn the volume up on certain things. So you're, it's, you're hearing an uncom- uncompressed uh, version of, of the song. And then I actually went and found a com- a completely lossless version of the same of American Idiot and found the same part in the same song went yep it's there it's in the lossless version because they're not they're not loudness warring it you know what i mean so there is something to be said for having music that isn't that isn't messed up in that way where you know but and so there's there, that's more where i could see the appeal of vinyl but you're right you have the pops and the creakles and the, it's just like no, I'd rather just listen to a digital file that's exactly perfect. That and just as long as they haven't messed with the compression or whatever, like then I'd rather just hear that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I've got, I've got this. I've got this big stack of vinyl records right next to me as we're recording this. Mm-hmm. I don't even own a record player. It's so sad. <laughs> I, I I used to own one, but it was like a really really crummy one, and I just got rid of it. And I was like, you know, I I, I will get another one eventually, but I just want to like get a really good one you know and have the space for it because the good ones are pretty big so that's on the to-do list i don't know when but eventually yeah i have a record player that like my grandfather had at one point and it like that makes it sound like it's really old it's not that old it's like it looks like an old-fashioned record player but it it's it has support for like cassettes and cds and the radio and so like it it just looks like an old-fashioned wooden box but actually it does way more than that but even that is like I don't think the speakers on this are super great. Like, I would like to actually get, like, something that doesn't look like an old wooden box, but actually kind of looks cool <laughs> and is small and not, you know, 30 pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. They can get really big. Yeah. I've never heard about this. I never never heard about the loudness war, lossless audio. This is a whole new world. For me, for me, the big music fan, you know more about this. It's weird. Well, I mean, well, this is like this is one of those things where it's like it's sort of like music crossing over with like technology. So I'm coming I was just at it. Going to say that, yeah, yeah, I'm coming at it from from that angle. So like you know, I, I don't know. It, it the, I don't know. I there's something wrong with my brain where it's like I I like learning about things more than I like actually doing things. Like I'm I don't want to actually listen to music. I don't want to actually learn how to play music. I just want to learn about how it works. Like. <laughs> Oh god, that's too funny. <laughs> yeah, which which means that I sound really smart and I seem to know a lot of stuff and I'm totally yeah, you incompetent. sound like a huge audiophile. Right, but I'm totally incompetent at doing most things. <laughs> hmm. Um disappointing. Yeah, well, what are you going to do? Spe- speaking of music, oh, you stole my stole my segue. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to get to it. You listen you listen to that new Weezer album? I I I have not yet. Van Weezer yeah this is the one the album that i thought had already come out at least twice maybe three times now it's out for real this time you know i I was trying to figure out why this got delayed because of the pandemic and everything 
And like the only thing I can really think of as like a reasonable answer is that it's it's the sort of music that would be fun to hear live. So maybe they just wanted to release it when things were more back to normal and they're going on they're going back on tour this summer. So like that that's the only thing I can think of. They just want the songs to be fresh. I, I don't really know though. Even that doesn't make a ton of sense. I I I, I totally agree. It doesn't make any sense at all. I mean, I mean, if it, it, whatever. I, no, I'm I'm so annoyed about this. I don't even want to get into it. But like, <laughs> it just to me, it's just it's so. I think we already talked about that. Why you can listen to music? It's not a. It's not like the. I get I get movies. I don't get music. You buy it and listen to it in your house or in your car anyway. What different? I don't know. It just. Because it also okay, here's another argument. It also oh means that pe- <laughs> it also means that people have less time to become familiar with the music and the songs before the tour. Yeah, that's true. So I don't know. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so they are. They, that's right. They did say they are going to tour this this year. Is that right? Yeah, they're on the Hella Mega Tour with Fall Out Boy and Green Day. Are you going to go? I was thinking about it. If you go, I'll go. Yeah, I, I, I was torn between either going to that concert that's in Florida or there's a Red Sox game in Tampa that I might go to. So deciding between those two things right now, both would, which would be a ton of fun. It's actually kind of surprising to me that they're doing this because I think My Chemical Romance delayed their tour another year. Yeah, yeah, I think you're right. Whereas they're like, we're hitting the road in July. <laughs> which, Fuck it, who cares? <laughs> right. Right. I mean, I don't know. That's that's interesting. Although, you know, My Chemical Romance might be like, oh, we don't want to do this. Can we do another, another – can we do it next year? <laughs> yeah, they, they already waited 10 years in the, in the first place. So. Right, right. Okay, so it looks like the Hella Mega Tour is going to be in either Jacksonville or Miami. Those are the only two Florida t- dates. I know. I know. They're, that's, bold, that's terrible. It's bad. It's not great. Oh, look at this. Jacksonville. August 5th, they're playing Fenway Park in Boston, oh, Massachusetts. I saw that too, and I was like, what if I, what if I flew up for that? How cool would that be? That would, that would be actually pretty cool. How, do they, how are they going to do a show at Fenway Park? They, they usually just put like, the stage in like, center field and have people walk onto the field from when I've seen, really? when I've seen footage of concerts at Fenway. Did they cover up the, uh, the Green Monster? I don't know. I don't know what they do. I, I mean, I, I got to go to a concert at Fenway for something. It's got to be really cool, too. Like, Billy Joel had a concert at Fenway once. Could you imagine? That's awesome. He's the piano man. Yep, that's him. <laughs> He's okay. the guy. Yeah, I'm still looking... My, still my favorite episode of Rectifs, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm looking at photos of, of Fenway Park, and it looks like you can still see the green monster. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty big. That's my Boston accent. Any pretty, any good? Pretty good. That's eh, all right. It's all right. <laughs> yeah, you got, you gotta watch some more Survivor, then you'll get better. Boston Rob, yeah, Tom, Rocky. <laughs> Can't believe you're on season fourteen of that show already. I know it's so good. I love this show. <laughs> um, <sighs> Anyways, right. Van Weezer, you didn't listen to it? No, I know there was. I had podcasts to listen to today. I was. I already had my day planned out. No, that's fine. I just, I just wanted to talk about it a little bit because we talked about okay, humans so much when we did. Uh, it's a, it's a good album. It's not bad. It's uh, 
it's a lot cheesier. It's not it's not as interesting lyrically, but overall the songs are still really fun. Like it's it's just like hilarious that Rivers has been writing songs about like the same topics for like almost thirty years, and now he's just, just singing about the same things as like a forty five year old guy. So it's just it's just sort of funny and cute to see that. But uh, there's there's some really bad moments. Uh, there's a few lines on one song where he goes, "Pump it up into me, please, Daddy, please, Daddy, pump it up into me, into me," which is like. It's an awful line, but like, how can you not like that a little bit, right? It's just so funny. <laughs> it's it's so bad. Like, who who writes this and who approved this? I don't know. But I'm I'm liking it. I've, I've listened to it quite a few times. It's it's not it's not great, but it's like a seven, a strong seven to a light eight for me is what I'm feeling. <laughs> There's a few really good tracks. Okay, Matt Denny Fantano. That's me. Cuomo would say the album is blue album ish, but a little more riffy. The album has been compared to their fourth studio album, Maladroit, which is an album I don't think I've ever listened to. Yeah, I don't think I have either. Yeah, I mean, I know, I know a lot of Weezer fans aren't really liking it, but I, I think I've just become like such a Weezer head that I don't really care what they do. And I feel like worst worst case scenario, like the worst Weezer songs are just like really cheesy and almost like comically bad. So even when they're bad, it's a little bit good for me. Metacritic uh, has the album at a 69 out of 100. Nice. Nice. Um, yeah, I heard the one that, what was the first single? Endgame? End of the game. The yeah, end of the it. game. Yeah. I liked that one. Yeah, no, that's that's probably, that might be the best song in the whole whoa, album. But whoa, whoa, yeah. wait. Look at all the people he wrote songs with here. What? He he wrote a song with Billy Joel, Ozzy Osbourne. Are, do you, are you seeing this? I mean, the Ozzy, I don't know if Ozzy Osbourne wrote a song with him. But That's he, what it they says. Did. I'm looking at I'm well, looking the, at, the, okay. the one song they basically just copy the Crazy Train riff. So maybe that's what maybe that's what the credit is. Oh, so he gets a credit because okay, so that's not really. That's a good riff. Um, and the Bill, and then this one song, beginning of the end, is credited to Cuomo and and Billy Joel. That's so weird. I got. I gotta look into this a little bit more. Hero is has like fucking eight writers listed on it. One of whom is. Oh no! I thought I recognized that name. I don't think I do. Daniel Bedingfield. No idea. Daniel Omelio, Denzel Baptiste, Dave Bassett. I don't know whose people are. I mean, it looks like it looks like Rivers still uh still just writes most of this stuff. He's got a lot of solo credits. Yeah, I always assume he's the one who writes most of this. Oh, the album's only half an hour. Yeah, it's a piece of cake. That, that that's also why a Weezer album can never be that bad. Right. It's short. There's there's nothing worse than a bad hour long album. <laughs> uh and there's nothing better than a great album that's like 75 minutes. Right. That's rare. It's very rare. Yeah, but I mean I mean I, I'm really only thinking of one album and that's The Wall. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Anyways, that's Van Weezer. It's not, it's like, it's not, if like, okay, humans, like a 10, the best album I've heard this year, one of the albums of the 2020s. This is like an album that you'll come back to every now and then. It's okay. Sorry, the wall is 80 minutes. Nice. Yeah, because the double album is normally, yeah, because if, if a regular record is 40 minutes for, on vinyl, then a double album's got to be 80. 
Yeah. The, the White Album, that's 90 minutes. Whew. Weezer's White Album, really? <laughs> Is this a joke? No. Um, what are you talking about? The Beatles' White Album. Uh, oh, God. So we're talking about Weezer. You said I know, White I Album. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I love this band so much. The Beatles' White I remember what I remember where I was when I first... Uh, how did someone explain to me that the Beatles uh, is a pun, <laughs> like the band name? You know what I mean. For for a while, like I didn't believe it because it's so stupid, <laughs> right? But like it is, like whether yeah, they I intended know. that or not, it is. Like <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a good pun. <laughs> Almost makes me like them a little bit less when I remember it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your favorite band is a pun. Okay, um, I'll take you seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Do you know how the Rolling Stones got their name? No. Hold on. Give me give me a give me a second to get up the exact story. Cut this out. I'll get it. Oh, I forgot their label is Apple, which created a whole feud with Apple computers. Did it really? Oh yeah. For the for the longest time, there's okay. So this is actually a really funny story. They they reached it when Apple like was making computers. They had to reach a deal with Apple Records, and part of the deal was that like okay, you can have the name Apple like as a company, but you can never move into music. You can never create music or do anything regarding music. And Apple hmm. Computer was like was like all right, that's that's fine. And then when they made the Mac. Uh, they made, you know, system sounds for the Mac, right? And, you know, like like little sound effects, right? And so Apple, the record label, was like, you're making music. That counts as music. We're suing you. And and Apple computer was like, whoa, what, we're making sound effects for our computer. They're like, no, it doesn't matter. We're, we're going to sue you or or." so they had to reach like some agreement in like like some legal agreement that like apple's allowed to like have sound effects for their computers without it being like a violation or whatever and so to this day if you go to like the sound system preferences on a mac and go to sound effects there is a sound uh that is spelled s-o-s-u-m-i so sue me and it's a wow. reference to the lawsuit with Apple, the That's record hilarious. label. Isn't that funny? I've, I've never heard of that. <laughs> How stupid is the law that you could get sued over that? That's so dumb. Well, it was like some agreement they worked out between the companies and then and then Apple, the record label, like overreacted to sound effect. That's why it was such a big deal when the Beatles finally came to iTunes in like, what, 2011? Like before that, you couldn't buy the Beatles on iTunes. Is they, that why? I think that's why, because there was some disagreement about like, you know, how is this going to work? And you, you make, you're now playing the music. I'm sure there was probably something else when they even launched the iTunes store. There was probably another lawsuit that I don't actually know for sure. But yeah, I think, I think that was why you, for the longest time, you couldn't buy the Beatles on iTunes because there was some disagreement between the two companies. Wow. So dumb. <laughs> it's, I don't know. Like, it seems like they would go hand in hand. Apple's, Apple and the Beatles. Why not? Same, same record name, same company name. Well, especially because Jobs was such a was such a Beatles fan, you know. Yeah, yeah, he must have been so upset about it. Yeah, I think I think he probably was. I mean, I remember I remember when um, when Jobs and Bill Gates appeared together at like it was like one of the few times they were like publicly interviewed together, and mm-hmm. they were asked about like their relationship and how they sort of been rivals at times, but also they're sort of friendly ish, sort of, and 
Steve said, I think of everything in life as either a Beatles or a Bob Dylan song. And, and the Beatles, I think it was the Beatles, right? Who has that line that where they say, um, you and I have a, have a, a past that stretches out longer than the road that lies ahead or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and as soon as they heard that, like the interviewer was like, well, we have to end the interview there. Like, that's such a good line. Like, that's a good place to end it. <laughs> that's fantastic. That's, that's, the, that's the two of us. It's an obscure track to reference, too. That's awesome. They must have been big fans. Yeah, Steve loved the Beatles. Oh, oh I'm sorry. We, we, you were going to tell me how the Rolling Stones got their name. Anyways, yeah. So they, <laughs> they, 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 were like, they were playing their first gig or one of their first live gigs, I guess, and they were on the phone with the guy booking the venue. And he's on the phone with Brian Jones, who was like the he was sort of the leader of the Rolling Stones at first. And he was like, so, so, all right, you're in seven o'clock tonight. What, what's the name of the band? And they didn't have a name yet. And he, he just like, apparently, I don't know, this, this part might be like sort of a wise tale, but like he looked down at the newspaper and <laughs> was and like in the, in the charts of the music charts or whatever, the newspaper that day was listed the song, uh, Rolling Stone by Muddy Waters. And so he just he just looks at that and goes, um, "We're we're the Rolling Stones," and that's how it came how it came to be. <laughs> oh yeah, my name is Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I just watched that recently. <laughs> Did you really? Mm-hmm. It's a great show. Movie. Oh wait, no, I'm talking about oh, I'm talking about Arrested Development. Never mind. <laughs> It was the that's, exact plot of Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> that's Mrs. Featherbottom, isn't it? Yeah, Mrs. Featherbottom. Yeah, that's right. Who'd like a banger in the mouth? <laughs> <laughs> but we, I mean, we'll get to our main topic, which is going through the complete <sighs> uh, Rolling Stones 100 greatest sitcoms of all time. We got we to gotta break this down. Do we? <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. Unless you have any thoughts on them. I, I mean, it, it's one of those things where I, I agree with some of it, uh, you know, or it's it's at least interesting to look at some of the ranking where it's like, oh, they have Parks and Rec higher than The Office. That's mm-hmm. interesting. You know, is Parks and Rec a better show? Might be. Might got to give them credit there. You know, they had The Simpsons as number one, which was, again, interesting. Don't know that I agree, but like, it's interesting. Yeah, it's it's so hard to get like upset with the rankings of all those because it's so you, who who decides this stuff. But I I was at least happy. Like, all right, I, everything that I want to be on the list is on the list, so that's good enough for me. Sein, right. Seinfeld was three, so that's that's reasonable. Right. If that wasn't top five, I would have thrown a fit. But right, I I totally agree. What was number two? Like Cheers or something? Yeah, it was Cheers. Yeah, the Larry Sanders show, which we just talked about, that was like top ten. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think it was exactly number 10. I got to check that out. Yeah, I'll have to watch that at some point. I mean, I still haven't seen Breaking Bad, so that's, you know, <laughs> top priority. Yeah, it needs to be. You know what I actually just started doing? Hmm. Is Curb Your Enthusiasm, finally. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, I just, I just I'm, I'm not really, I, I wasn't really dying to watch any TV right now. Like, no one, there's no, no hot show out there that I'm, like, really dying to check out. And so I'm just like, I'll just, I'll just watch an episode of Curb every couple of days when I've got the time or, or if I've got extra time, I'll burn through a few in a few days. And yeah, so I'm just slowly, very slowly going to go through that now. It's great. It's so great. 
Okay, so you've watched, what, like a few episodes by now? Or? Yeah, like five or six. Oh, like five or six. Okay, so you've I seen just, the whole... I just watched the episode with uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Oh, with the hilarious. bracelet and everything. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> and the neighbor that wants to meet her. Right. Right. Oh, because oh, right, of the wire. Oh, my mm-hmm. God. This show's just so great because you know, you know exactly in the first five minutes how each episode is going to end. <laughs> so <funny>. right <laughs> right but i just I, I just love watching it happen like it's a, it's a show there's no punchlines in this show the comedy is just like him having conversations with people there's no punchlines ever that you know what that's a that's a great point it's i mean sometimes they say funny things mm-hmm. but it, but you're right it's not like set up punchline set up punchline that's not the format of this show the format is like how can this whole situation go completely wrong yeah yeah it's like do, do you find larry david complaining funny <laughs> to me to me that's yes of course i do so yeah, it's gold gold jerry gold yeah so yeah it's funny because sometimes we'll we'll watch it and and we will like call out like oh i know what's gonna happen he's gonna get this messed up and she's gonna find out that he's lying about i see where but it, you're right it's still so much fun to watch it all happen right right yeah that is a brilliant show i'm I'm excited for season 11 is that coming out they're already filming it nice yeah excellent pretty 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 good pretty good <laughs> yeah i got to the first episode where he says that i think that was episode three yeah i think or it's like it's, four. it's early on yeah it's like three or four yeah I'm, I'm just i'm excited for all the celebrity cameos that i assume are gonna show up in this i already got i got i got ted danson julia and uh bob odenkirk so far although he wasn't playing himself yeah that's right he doesn't play himself he plays he plays like a ex-porn actor mm-hmm. <laughs> um jason alexander is in the second season i think so you'll see him I, it's funny rewatching it i realize like how much seinfeld is referenced in the earlier seasons i feel like as the show goes on they reference it less and less you know i'm sure partly that's you know because it's getting further and further away from when seinfeld was at the height of its popularity but Mm. i also wonder if he almost felt like oh i want to stop bringing this up i want to stop using this as like oh so you know using seinfeld to get something in a restaurant you know what i mean like i kind of wonder if he just wants to stop thinking about it or stop using it as the plot in his episodes you know I mean, I, I think it's funny because I could see how like he's he's like using he's using Seinfeld in the show to like annoy him, like it annoys him when other people bring up Seinfeld. So like it's right. sort I don't know, sort of its own joke in that way. Right. Like it, pro- it probably annoys him in real life, and he's using it as a way to annoy him in the show. Right, because sometimes people will be will be like, "Well, tell him who you are. Tell him about Seinfeld." He's like, "No, I don't want. No, come on." <laughs> The best, the best character though is Susie, Jeff, Jeff's wife. I don't think she's in the show a lot in season one. Yeah, I've only seen her like once or twice. <laughs> but she's one of the funniest characters on the show because she's just always angry. I, I just love like the really mundane stuff in the show that he right. just analyzes so thoroughly. Like the, uh, <laughs> the episode yesterday that I watched, he's like he calls people several times during the night, and each one has like a different a different cutoff for when is too late to call. Like, just, anyway, I've heard of a 10 cutoff. I've heard of a 10 30 cutoff, but nine thirty, geez. 
And that, what what is I, I I just love hearing him analyze stupid mundane things like that. Right. When is too late to call someone at night? <laughs> right. Right. I mean that's that's the same thing that made that I I think makes Seinfeld sort of timeless even though it's Seinfeld is like simultaneously very 90s and timeless because it's very 90s in terms of like you watch the show and like almost all of their problems could be fixed with a cell phone oh, right yeah. but at the same time it's like the underlying feeling of like trying to navigate like social situations that will that will never go away mm-hmm. and and the feeling of oh this is difficult or i don't understand why someone's acting this way or what do i do in this weird situation like those will always be there and yeah. and and you know as the pandemic comes to an end, <laughs> we're we're gonna get those back. We're gonna, we're gonna see more of those. <laughs> oh, can't wait! I think, yeah, I think. By the way, I think I I saw that he's Larry's gonna do like one episode of Curb about COVID, and like that's it. <laughs> like he doesn't want to dwell that's on good. it, right? Yeah, you can you can get enough material in one episode. It'll be fine. Oh, I'm sure. I know. Always Sunny is doing an episode too. Oh, really? South South Park did a couple episodes. Yeah, I saw the South Park pandemic special. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was good. I thought that was funny. And then th- that other show I watched, Mythic Quest, the the guy from Always Sunny. What's his name? Yeah, yeah, Rob. Yeah, Mythic Quest did a a pandemic special when it started, and then they started filming season two, and then they were like, "This feels actually too weird." to like go right from our pandemic special right into the second season and so like halfway through season two they filmed like an in-between episode that's like about them coming back to the office this to sort of bridge the gap between the pandemic special episode where they're all at home and the new season two where they're all back in the office now and so it was it was a kind of a clever way to do it so of course they aired you know that in-between episode first and now now they're on season two that's, there you I, go. I, yeah, I still think that's a good show. Yeah, it's on the list. It's on the list. There's a lot on the list. <laughs> Always a lot on the list. Mm-hmm. <sighs> All right. Well, um, now that we're an hour into our episode here, what are we talking about tonight? Should we talk about something or should we just continue to riff? I don't know. I'm, ha- I'm having fun riffing. Um, what, are, what are you feeling? I do like your topic that you picked out. Yeah. I do. I'm going to be honest. I really right. do. All I was right. really Let's excited just... when you when you brought it up. I also don't oh. feel like it's a huge topic. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how long it's going to take. It'll either take us 20 minutes or an hour and 20 minutes. Like every topic on this show. Exactly. What, what, what's your what's your topic, Matt Iandoli? So the topic is I am planning on moving from where I live currently in Melbourne back to Orlando, which is where I'm from. And that is something that I didn't know when was going to happen, but is going to be happening pretty, pretty soon, I think. <laughs> so I'm getting excited, getting excited about it. I, I thought I thought you lived in Sarasota. Sarasota? What are, you, are you serious? I, I, I don't know. I can never keep track of all these beach towns. They're all the same to me. They are. They are all the same. Sarasota, isn't that on the, the West Coast, though? Uh, sure. I don't. I don't know. Okay. I believe you. I don't know anything about... <laughs> the geography of my own state i can tell you about the loudness war and uh, yeah, yeah, the lawsuit between apple and apple but wh- where i live i'm clueless no 
Why would I know that? <laughs> right, it's useless information. I have to delete something. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Any, but anyways, yeah, I've lived. I lived in Melbourne on and off for like four years now. Uh, like a, f- a couple times during the summer as an intern, and I've been living here full time for, I think, pretty much exactly two years now. So, yeah, it, it, it's just like a place that I thought was going to be cooler. Like I thought I was going to enjoy it here a little bit more. But then I realized, like, just after living here for so long, that, like, oh, there isn't really much to do here. There aren't really good ways to meet people in this town. Like, it's it's a hard town to make friends in. It's just, like, tons of old people. Like, that's that's the big thing. There's not much to do besides, like, going to the beach, going to the movies, and, like, a couple bars and restaurants. Like, that's that's mostly it. Unless, you're, unless you want to spend some money on, like, boating and fishing and kayaking. But... I don't know. I, I got a lot more people in Orlando, and with my job being remote for the foreseeable future, I sort of sort of took advantage of that. So I'm starting to starting to tour apartments and condos in the area. Oh, interesting. So you so you haven't like decided on a place yet, but you're like already looking. There, there's this one place I'm really excited about that I'm going to tour actually one month exactly from today. Can you send me a link? I want to see. Um, so it's, it's a condo, so they don't really have a, they don't really have like a website. Yeah. Why are you moving into a condo? Because I'm like tired of living in an apartment complex. Why? What's the difference? Like, like, I mean, so the condo, I'm just like, it's just one guy who owns the place and I rent it out from him and I just have to talk to him about all my problems and everything that needs to happen. Whereas the apartment complex, like if you need, if there's something that needs to be done in the apartment, it takes a while for them to get to you and they always just they just add on like random fees every year to your lease and stuff like that like oh there's a new there's a new cleaning fee there's a new garbage fee it's gonna be 20 bucks more a month now just just stupid stuff that i'm tired of and like i don't know i guess what summarizes it it's like when i moved in they told me to uh if if i wanted to buy a fan they would install the fan into my apartment for me i bought a fan december of 2019 it's still uninstalled today, and I've tried to get them to install it many times, and they just won't do it. That is really annoying. Yeah, so I'm I'm, I'm just done with that system because it just it just never felt like I was the customer like like it should be. I was I was always like an inconvenience, is what it feels like. Hmm. Yeah, it's a shame. Maybe it's just this complex, but I don't feel like I want to deal with that again. How did you find a condo? So I I know someone who lives in this condo. And we, I told them like, if, if you know about any openings, let me know. And so they, they know, they found out about an opening and they put me in touch with the person that owns it. So is it like you're, uh, you're going to have roommate type situation? No, no, it's, it's a two bedroom place, which I wanted to move into and wanted, wanted to upgrade from one to two bedrooms. Uh, Why? But just because working from home, I feel like one gets a little bit cramped. Yes, that makes sense. You can have like an office. Yeah, I'll have a little office space. And what, what what I'm most excited about is I'll probably turn it into like an office slash music space where I'll probably put – I'll definitely put my uh, my keyboard and my guitar in there and then maybe my future record player and records as well and then just like a desk for doing office work. Yeah, it can be and, like it, your and it'll be nice to have uh, people stay the night because a lot of people visit and travel through Orlando, so – yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, you could make it like a little workspace where it's like you do work for like your jobby job, but also like music work. 
Yeah. 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 True. Be a nice, nice room. Different, different, different vibe from the bedroom. It, it gets, it gets old sitting on the kitchen table and doing work there. Right. Right. Yeah. So yeah, you, you have a little. It'll be easier to make like a little spaceship you as well. Exactly. Okay. So that's int- Okay. So that's interesting. So it's like a, it's like a complex of condos, sort of. Is that yeah? And so you know someone who lives in the same like building or something. Right. Right. And gotcha. so, and that's 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 why I don't really have a good link to send you because there's no like apartment website for it for you to like tour all the the options and see the amenities and everything. It's not really like that. Oh, okay. How far is it from where I live? Um, it's probably about twenty minutes from where you live. I that's think it's. Bad. I think it's. I think it's super close to where you work. I'll, oh, I mean, interesting. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just send you a link. Oh, I know. It, I know exactly where this is. I don't. Do you? We'll see. Yeah, send me the link. We'll see. I, I bet I know exactly where it is and what it is. I bet. I bet I've done a tour of this exact place. I know exactly what you're talking about. Really? This is optimistic. Watch. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be completely wrong. Watch. <laughs> so that's it. so okay. But you're saying this is the place like that you are really hoping you get, but it's not locked in yet. Yeah. Yeah. I got. I got a tour. It. I mean, who knows? It could be a complete dump when I see it. Right, that's true. So the the link I'm sending you is not the specific place, but it is like right next to the place because the place doesn't actually have a good like Google Maps location. Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't. I this is not what I was thinking of. Um. Oh, this is like sort of in between where I live and where I work. Right. Okay. Oh, that's that's a nice area though. I know this area. That's a nice yeah, area. Yeah, no, pretty, pretty, pretty close to downtown. People, people told me that's where a lot of the young people in town live. So, oh well, I don't know if that's good or bad, but I mean, young people—they're up till three o'clock in the morning playing music and making all kinds of noise. I mean, <laughs> well, my my upstairs neighbors aren't young people and they make tons of noise. So, oh really? I just assumed when you said that they're that they make tons of noise, I just assumed they were like in their twenties. Right? No, <laughs> that's no, funny. They're they're middle aged and annoying. <laughs> Um, okay. So, I mean, so you're, you're like swearing off apartments completely. You're, you're much, you're going to, you want to get a condo or nothing, or you'll, you'll take an apartment if this doesn't work out. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably will settle for an apartment if this doesn't go through, but the idea is just so nice in my head that I, I'm pretty optimistic and excited about it. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, um, I will say that the, the couple of apartments that i've lived in in this area seem to be decent at like at least at like those little maintenance things something big like installing a fan i don't know right so that's that that might be the dividing line it's like i gotta install something i'm not doing that like all right i'll put a new bulb in i don't want to install a fan Ugh. Oh, that's that, a good point. That would be my attitude if I if I worked at one of these places. <laughs> it's their job. I don't know. How long could it take to install a fan? No, that's the thing. It takes like 20 minutes. That's the thing. Like you're right, it's annoying. It's one banana, Michael. How much could it cost? $10. <sighs> Have you ever even seen a supermarket? I forget what the next <laughs> line is. It's something like that. Uh, yeah. But, okay, uh, so yeah. Yeah, questions? Questions? What's going on? <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm yes, sure you've you got there. plenty. 
Yeah. Uh, yes. Go ahead, caller. Um, <laughs> okay. So, so do you have a time frame for when this is happening? So I'm touring the place a month from today, um, and th- this this was one of the big decision factors. Was um, I I really wanted to move into this place, and like if my my lease is actually up in the end of November, and I was like, well crap is am i gonna get screwed on the lease and everything like this guy is probably not gonna hold this condo until november for me what's gonna happen so i, I went into the the complex and asked them like okay hey, what, what what happens i just i just lied i said my job might be moving me to orlando and it might happen like spur of the moment what happens if that happens what do i owe you guys what happens what goes on and they said uh there were two options there's an option where you either just pay like Two months rent, you lose your security deposit or something, and they can like charge you any damages or something like that. And then the other option was you're on the hook for every month's rent until we find someone to replace you. Oh, my God. <laughs> L- luckily, luckily, I chose option one. And right. I, I, don't, I don't remember picking option one. I have no memory of this, but luckily <laughs> I did. So th- I'll I'll be on the hook for two months rent, which will suck. But if if it was if it really was uh, every month until we find someone to replace you, I would have had to seriously reconsider the time frame. So why would anyone choose option two? I have no idea. I mean, there there must be some other factor that you're forgetting. This is no way. I mean, I mean they they say like uh, they say like damages. They can charge you for damages if you choose option one, but they can't do that if you choose option two. So I have no idea what damages means. Like if they if they if they determine like that the carpet is ruined and they're going to charge me a thousand dollars to fix the carpet, I have no idea. I'm really clueless. But well, how much damage have you done to the apartment? You've been there a year, two years, two, oh, two years. Half, I, well, I, I don't know. But you seem like someone who's not a mess. Yeah, but I, just this apartment, I'm just like they'll they'll screw me for something. They'll 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 say that something wasn't clean and charge me for it. I don't know. Oh yeah, that's exactly what they're gonna do. Of course. Mm-hmm. So my, my my dad told me what you need to do is before you move out and before you like officially like break lease and they can charge you for damages. Like call them and t- say like, hey, I want you guys to inspect the place and tell me if everything looks all right. If if there's anything that needs to be fixed before I move on. So that's what I'm gonna do. Oh, I don't that's know if a it'll good work, idea. But it's it's a decent idea. Yeah, that's a good idea. I'm going to do that too. Okay, so you said your lease ends on your current place ends in November, but you're trying to get out of there sooner. Oh yeah, you're, so I, you're I, like, I got to get the hell out of here. I I am like so mentally checked out of this place. It's unbelievable. <laughs> like so, so like last last fall, I get a letter on my door that's like, "Hey, your lease is ending soon. Decide on what you want to do for uh for renewing the lease and everything," and. I was talking. I was talking to my parents, just trying to get advice in general. I'm like, well, I don't really, I don't really like Melbourne. Like, I think I'm, I think I'm moving on, but like, I don't really know when, and it doesn't really make a ton of sense to move on until like COVID is mostly done with, and like people are vaccinated, things are starting to look more normal. Like, why, why would I move before that point in time? So I was just like, all right, we we didn't really have a clear picture on vaccinations and everything or where things were going it was the holidays or i I guess it wasn't yet but like cases were still a ton every day so i was like i guess last last november you're talking about well i I, it was more like september when i got the notice right when you right right, okay so i'm putting i'm putting the timeline together now in my head okay now i see what you mean okay right 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 
Yeah. So I was like, who who knows when this is going to be better? I'll just sign on for another another year because like I could sign on for seven months, but the rent is way more expensive. So I was like, let's just let's just do a year and see what happens. And then, I mean, luckily for the state of the world, things have gotten a lot better, and it's to the point where like. Yeah, now that now that things are better and like I can do normal things for the most part again, like I'm pretty much done with where I'm living. So time time to time to move on because I I, th- I think this place is like where I live. It's a good place to raise a family, but just as far as like a young single person, like this is not the place to be at all. It, right. It's it, it's it's been all right for a little while, but just just the amount of fun I can have in Orlando and the people I know is just tenfold compared to here right exactly exactly yeah um that's why like even in the last few years like when i've had the option to move or we was talking i'm like i'm not i was like i'm not leaving this zip code like this is where i live like i'm not i'm not there's no i don't want to go far like yeah this is what i know this is what i like i'm comfortable you know it's Mm -hmm. where my friends are at least for now (laughs) right we'll we'll see we'll see um okay so here's here's what i want to ask you okay so i mean first of all i'll just i'll put it out there i'm also moving soon you already know that Mm -hmm. um and it's funny because i'm going through a similar thing where i and i and i told you this off the air but we had a similar thing where it was like the new place will it be ready when the old lease is up and how is that going to work and basically we just got to a situation where we decided that we're going to have a month where we pay rent on two different apartments mm-hmm. <laughs> because it was just like it was just easier to do it that way than to like cancel the place we put a down payment like we that we applied for apply for another unit in the same complex or find another complex like it was just like it would have been too much to it would have been too annoying and then we thought about it and and like and like trying to terminate the lease early like especially with only like a couple of months left on it it's like not worth it whatever the fees like you're terminating a lease like you know four or five months in advance like that Mm kind of makes more sense you know so it may be worth paying the extra fees or whatever but we were like not worth it and then and then we were like the the other advantage of this is like if if we have two apartments for a month we can take a month to move (laughs) right right that's easy (laughs) you know so one day on my way home from work i'll stop by the old place i'll grab some pillows next day i'll grab a trash can (laughs) you know like (laughs) yeah one day at a time right right so yeah, so this is interesting. Yeah, so we're both. It's funny. It's interesting. You and I are both are both moving pretty soon. Um, mm-hmm. I'm moving down the street. You're moving to a different city. <laughs> um, okay, so you're okay. So you're moving to Orlando. You're excited about it. You can't move fast enough. You got some, yeah. you got a couple places in mind. One you're really hoping for. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I I wrote down. Do you have any moving tips? I'm not sure what that means, but I'm hoping you have something. <laughs> uh, moving tips. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I guess I, I'm sort of planning on doing the same thing. Whereas like if if so, the, the apartment told me if you have to break the lease, give us 60 days notice. Like it, that would be great if you could give us 60 days notice, which I, I take sort of means like 
please give us 60 days notice or else like we could screw you that that's how i'm interpreting it so i'm like all right i'll I'll give you the 60 days but like if if like i visit this place a month from today and i decide that i want to move in i'm like i'll have to see what the guy is willing to do but like i'll be like can i can i like own it and live in it but just like do half and half for like a little while until the 60 days is up as in just like do what you're saying just like take stuff to make a trip to orlando once a weekend or something like that and just slowly move stuff in so that uh, that's like my tip just like you are you already know the tip i guess but (laughs) just like make make moving uh more efficient rather than just trying to do it all in one day but yeah i mean my my general thinking about moving is i fucking hate moving i think it's a huge pain in the ass it's so annoying everything about it sucks okay and it's and like so I've sort of I've really taken this attitude. Like since we decided like to move out of this place and get and get somewhere else, somewhere a little bit nicer, right? I've basically just had the mentality of like I will spend any amount of money to make this easier. Like that's just been my mentality. So like it, you know, we're we're like, oh, we have to pay rent in two places. Fine, whatever. Uh, to, it gives us a month to move. That makes it easier. We're gonna hire movers. That's gonna cost me like five or six hundred dollars. Fine, whatever. Like just whatever it takes to make this easier, because it's right. such a bitch. That like, to me, it's like every penny to to make this easy is is worth it, because it's just just it's just too annoying. I know. I, I so agree. Are you are you gonna hire? Are you gonna hire movers to like you know yeah, get all the furniture gonna, and everything? Yeah, I'm hiring movers just for like the big stuff and the stuff I just don't have the time to move in between the few trips that I make. So yeah, I, I mean the thing I'm dreading the most is just like the address change. Oh God! Yes, I, I, God, that's that's another thing. It's like I got to change the address on like all my mail, like all my credit cards, my my mm-hmm. one credit card, like. Amazon, like everything has to be changed now. Like, oh I know. God. Like, mo- like mo- moving to Orlando, I was like, you know, like I'm so dreading having the change of address and changing it on so many websites and different places that like, I, I just like, I almost just wanted to like, you know, I should just buy a house, you know, <laughs> just like buy a house, decide I'm going to live in Orlando and just keep the same address because I hate changing address so much. And I was like, no, that's a little stupid. That's a little ridiculous. But like, I'm sort of taking the attitude of like, if, if, if like I move to Orlando and it goes well and I like, like Orlando and decide like, all right, this is a long term place, like five to 10 years. I want to be here. I'm planning on. Like I'll live in this condo or any apartment, but like after that, I need to like get like a more permanent place, like own a home, own a condo or something like that where this is like the address and I'm not moving here for years. But yeah, we'll, we'll get to that bridge when we, when we get cross it, whatever, whatever the same. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We'll get to that bridge when we cross it. Um, this this was a question that I wrote down because it was a, it was a problem I had to solve recently, which is where, where do you get moving boxes? I've been thinking the same thing. I have no idea. Okay, goodwill. You want you want my tip? Because hmm. <laughs> I looked this up, okay, and I asked around, and everyone was like, "Oh, go to like a Publix or like a liquor store, and like they have like free boxes. They'll just give you because like they don't need them anymore." And I. I the problem I have with that is that 
when you do that, you end up with boxes that like weren't designed for this purpose. Obviously, <laughs> right? Like they're right. and and a lot of times, like like I've got and and a lot of times they're like different sizes and like different shapes and like I've gotten boxes before that like don't fully close on the top of it. Like all the flaps on the sides are like halfway for whatever reason. I've gotten boxes that are like, oh, well, this one had a lid, but we lost the lid, so it's just the box. You know, or You're putting gotten, stuff in shoe boxes. Right. Or I've gotten boxes from places that it's like, they, oh, the, yeah, these don't have handles on them, I found out. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, God, like, damn it, this is so it's so annoying to be dealing with like different sizes and different and like they, these don't have handles and these ones have a lid but these ones don't have a lid and these flaps don't work and you got to tape these close and it's just like it, it's it's an it's annoying to deal like the advantage is like these boxes are free you know the downside is you got to drive around asking people for for them and the and the downside is like they're not really designed for this purpose right so what i did this time around, again, throw money at the problem. I just went to Home Depot and I bought moving boxes, hmm. which I felt really stupid doing. So I'm like, I'm really buying cardboard boxes. <laughs> like, I'm spending... I didn't know that was a thing you could buy. I didn't either. I looked up like, where do you get moving boxes? And 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 it was like Home Depot has. Them. I was like, oh, okay. So I, and I again, I felt dumb. I'm like, I'm spending money on something I've always, every other move in my life, we've just gotten. I've just. Me or my family like just found a way to get them for free from some store or something. But I, I was like, all right, well, they're only like two or three bucks each. They're decent. Size. I'll get a few of these, try them out, right? Well, I tell you what. These are the best boxes I've ever had in my life. <laughs> wow. It was worth it. So worth it because they have handles, right? They're designed for moving. Right, so like you don't have to tape them up. It's this, the flaps are all designed in a special way so that you don't have to tape them closed. They like fold into each other to close up sealed. They're not gonna like just fall open on the bottom. You don't need tape to seal them because they just fold in a certain way that's very fancy, right? And the nice thing about like buying boxes is like they're all the exact same size. So there's no like, well, how do I play the Tetris game in the moving truck? Right. You know what I mean? Like. No, they're all the exact same size. They don't have a lid. They just fold up. Per- I'm, I'm like, oh, this is fantastic. I actually I actually started packing a few things, like just to see how these boxes work and how, you know. And um I had I I had boxes like in my closet full of just like old stuff that I'm sort of hanging on to. And the boxes were like again boxes i'd gotten for free like years ago and the boxes were like falling apart and the tape was coming undone and i was looking at these boxes and i'm like you know these boxes are they're so they're such a mess they're so falling apart that it's like i don't think i think i'd feel comfortable with like putting these on a moving truck and having other people move these boxes and there's no handles on them and how do you even load these like i was like am i just gonna have to take these boxes myself because they're just so fragile and broken that like i just don't want anything to happen you know what i mean this is what i was thinking about and then i'm like why don't i just take everything out of the old shitty box and put it in one of the new nice boxes there you go and i tell you what i took like three boxes full of crap and i i ended up putting them in like a box and a half like it like between like getting rid of some stuff and then like also just like just it fits better in like a box that is actually sturdy like it's just like again this it sounds so obvious and so stupid but like 
uh, it was just like, oh, this is the greatest thing. This is the greatest decision I ever made was to just mm-hmm. buy boxes that are designed for exactly the thing I'm going to use it for. Again, it sounds obvious, but like, I don't know, to me it was worth the, you know, $2.12 a box or whatever it was. <laughs> and so now so many things that I thought were going to be in like weird shaped boxes that are difficult to handle. No, they're all in the exact same size box. They're just stacked up on top of each other. And they're easy to and they're easy to move and they're all the same size. It's fantastic. Yeah, and then then the next time you move, just keep the boxes, and then they might not be as as sturdy, but that you can stack them very nicely rather than just like shoving misshapen boxes in a closet for years. Yeah, and I and, you know, and I'm probably going to do that thing that I usually do after I move, which is everything is going to stay in a box until I need it. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Come on. I'm I'm like get organized. Like I'll I'll spend the weekend just getting organized and getting the place in good shape. Oh, like unpacking everything? Oh yeah. I don't want things in boxes. No, I want everything in a box because I don't want it. I don't want it in my in my way. Like I'm talking about like the kind of stuff that I keep for like long term storage. It mostly sits in a closet type stuff. You know, but mm-hmm. but for like day to day things, like like here like here's one thing that I do. I take a box and i've already done this a small-ish box not like a big bo- but a small-ish box and i just take everything that just normally sits on my desk and i just throw it all in a box and then when i get to the new place i just have a box that sits on my desk and I'm like okay this is this box is my desk <laughs> now now i just live out of this box and eventually it'll all migrate its way oh to actually being on my desk but i'm That's you know so funny why is that funny <laughs> You're just you're just replacing like the the night sh- night shelf with the box, the bed right. stand. Right. Hmm. No, that's that that's almost exactly. Does what's the box does the yeah. box go on the bed stand, nightstand, whatever whatever it's called? What do you mean? So you have you have stuff you keep on a nightstand next to your bed. Mm-hmm. You're putting. This I mean, in I a don't box. really. It's 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 stuff that's on my on my desk, like my computer desk. Okay. My nightstand has nothing on it but a lamp. Oh, okay, okay. So you got all this stuff on a desk. You're going to put the box on the desk when you move in and just leave it in the box. Either that or it's going to sit like on the floor. On, there's, there's like a little shelving system on my desk. I'll put it on one of the shelves below and then everything that's currently on the desk will just live there. And then as I take stuff out I'll, and as I need stuff, it'll come – it'll make its way out of the box and eventually it'll all end up back on my desk, I'm sure. But and what do you all, do with the box once the last piece has been taken out? Well, then one, once everything's taken out, you throw the box away. But that gives away. you – that gives me what? A few months maybe where my desk is not as cluttered as it used to be? Is that insane? To, to, me, to me, having the box there is more cluttered. No, because the box is on a shelf. It's hidden. It's out of the way. But all my stuff that I need is all still right there. It's just not taking up space on my desk. Oh, it's, I, thought the, I thought the box was on the desk this whole time. Well, I I did initially say that, but realistically speaking, I'll end up putting it on like a shelf below the desk so that it's not, you know, on the main surface area of the desk. But no, that's 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 my strategy for probably like the things that are going to be used like day to day stuff. Like I'm already thinking like, okay, for like my TV entertainment system, like game consoles and stuff, I'm just going to take one box and just 
throw everything into it like all the cables all the wires like all the consoles and all the boxes that are plugged into that stupid tv it's all just going to get thrown in a box with no organization at all whatsoever and then i'm going to drive the box over to the new place and i'm going to take it all out and reset it all up again because it only it only needs to be transported it doesn't you know what i mean like i only need the boxes for stuff that are like going to sit there for a while am i so right you know, you know what's going to happen what your nintendo switch is going to sit in that box until the next time you go on a plane that's my bet. <laughs> that that thing is not going to move from that box. That is a very real possibility. <laughs> but 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 I don't know. I'm 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 gonna I have I am gonna try to be better than that. I'm gonna try to be better than that. But we'll see. I don't, I, I I just get a big kick out of like everything's organized. It, it's it's sort of fun to me. It's like all right, where where is this thing going to go in this new place? I, I like that game. But but where are you? What do you, what stuff do you have to put places? What do you what do you actually have? I mean, just like just the the video game consoles, for example. Like I'll, I'll be moving I'll be moving several consoles and games, and then like instead of just keeping them all in a box in a closet and picking them up as I need them, I'll very neatly organize them where I want them to be in the entertainment system. Well, okay. See, here's why I think you're wrong about me and the Switch. The entertainment system is so fucking complicated to set everything up with all the wires that have to go to all different places. I think that's going to be like a project where I do take a day to get everything set up and wired correctly the way that I want it wired, right? That I'll I'll be like, okay, let me just get behind this whole thing once and wire everything up properly, and then I'll get, I never have to go back behind here again for another year. So, you know, my strategy of everything on my desk sits in a box, that's for little things. But, the, but the, I mean, big things like, I don't know, to me, a game console is like a big thing because it has to be plugged in and set up and everything. That, to me, is like, it's so much work to get it set up. It's it's good to just do that as soon as possible. I guess, I guess it depends on, like, how big the thing is and how much work it is to get it out of storage, I guess. Right, like the, the, right. You know, like... The bigger stuff like that, it's like, okay, you want to get that set up as soon as possible so that, you know, you get the quote-unquote moving process over with as soon as possible. But little things like, you know, like I'm going to take a bunch of my clothes, like all my shirts, and they're going to go in a box, and they're going to sit in a box until I wear the shirt. <laughs> and then and then I'll be done with the box in a couple weeks. Like, like you know what I mean? Like, why unpack it, it like, immediately? I, it, right, whether, you, whether you, you want a you moving tip? Yeah. You, you, you put shirts in boxes? I don't know. I, it was the first thing that came to my mind. What's your tip? You're doing this all wrong. Okay. It was what, the first what, thing that came to my mind. I didn't, really, I didn't really think about it. What's, tell me what I'm doing wrong. Tell me what to do. Here's what you do. <laughs> you, you, you get your uh, – every, everything that's in the closet hung up. You take garbage bags and you fit as many clothes as you can in the garbage bags and just like pull the garbage bag up to the hangers and then grab all the hangers and just throw the garbage bag in a car and then you grab them by the hangers again hang them up in your new closet take the garbage bag off and they're just already hung up you don't have to you don't have to take them off the hangers fold them unfold them and hang them up again they're just on the hangers the whole time oh so you're saying like keep the clothes and everything hung up on the hangers and mm-hmm. just like enclose the garbage bag around it Yes. So that the yes, hangers exactly. are sticking out. Right. And that that's an amazing tip. That it saves so much time. That's an outstanding tip. 
The only problem with that is I don't hang it in my clothes up, but it's a great <laughs> tip for someone else. <laughs> All right, I guess I can't help you then. No, I, I mean, I just mean, like, look, Matt, here's the thing. I own maybe 20 shirts, okay? Uh-huh. Maybe 25, 30. I don't know, somewhere around there. I don't own that many. It, I, I, just, I, have a, I have a nightstand that has a drawer, mm-hmm. and all my shirts go in the drawer. That's it. That's I don't have that many clothes. I'm I'm I see the problem with this conversation is I'm revealing how much of a minimalist I am. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Like I you really, didn't have like you didn't have like a nice suit hung up or anything? Okay, yeah, I have a couple of suits that are hung up. I okay, I'll put a garbage bag around those. Good point. There you go. There Good you point. Go. All right. And now now I it's just want to make sure my tip was useful. <laughs> you can't have a wasted tip. Exactly. Title, um, <laughs> just typing it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the, that, that's the other that's the other problem with with me is like I just I I don't I have so little stuff that I feel like a lot of the stuff I have isn't stuff that like my closet is full of shit. None of it I look at or use on a regular basis. It's a lot of like not not memorabilia. I was gonna say memorabilia, but that's like celebrity merch or something but i mean like like a lot of like old things from like childhood and stuff like like i i have like like a like a baby's first time capsule thing that my mom did when i was a kid and first i don't even know why i have it but also i feel like i'll get yelled at if i get rid of it so i have to keep you know what i mean like i have like stuff right so i have like stuff like that that's like i don't want to throw it out or just things that are like, oh, remember this? This was sentimental. Remember, oh, m- remember we went to this thing or did that? Like, you know, I ha- or I have stuff like that where it's like I can't throw it out, but also I don't look at it on a regular basis. It, it I don't know. And maybe I'm a little bit of a hoarder. Um, I think might be a little bit true. I do sometimes have a problem throwing stuff out, but you know, I, I don't know. I do have a sentimentality for some things sometimes where it's like. If I'm honest, I never look at it, but also I, oh, I would feel weird throwing it out. So I just have a box, you know, a couple boxes full of crap. So I feel like a lot of my stuff is like I, I'm fine letting it sit in boxes. You know, like I feel like I just use so such a small amount of things on a regular basis that I'm fine taking all my stuff, putting everything in a box and just taking it out when I need it. Because if I actually need it, I'll need it within the first month. And if I don't, I won't touch it for a year. <laughs> so just leave everything in a box. Is 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 the, is there something in a box that's been in the box since the last time you moved? Oh yeah, oh yeah, a bunch of stuff. That's just get rid of it. Just throw that away. <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I know. I, I get it. It's it's hard to know part with things sometimes. Like old year. I don't know yearbooks or something like that. Like you're not just gonna throw away an old yearbook. Right. Like when was the last time I looked at it? it uh, a few years ago maybe, but yeah, you'll right. look at it once every 10 years, but it'll be really <laughs> nice that one time. Right, exactly. And you know, maybe there's something up. You know, maybe you know, I've heard people say like, well, what you should do is like if there's something sentimental that you don't really use, take a picture of it on your phone and then throw the actual thing away. And that <laughs> is a good idea, but also I don't want to sit there taking pictures of stuff for four hours. Like, yeah, right. who has that kind of time? I'd rather just throw in a box. I'm. I, this topic was about you, and now I'm doing all the talking because I'm such no, a weirdo. 
This is so fascinating. <laughs> yeah, f- for for me, the, for me, the weekend that I move is just like waking up and organizing the place is like the event of the day. Like getting everything in its right place is like it. Fe- it feels like an activity. Like, all right, this this is my plan for the day, and I'm gonna have a lot of fun. And then just like the feeling of that being done is so relaxing. It's like, oh my god, I'm, I live here now. I moved in, and this is the place where I am going to reside. I, I'm just I, I I always get really excited about that. Everything everything in its right place. Radiohead. Yeah, yeah. I and I I understand that. I just I have a hard time feeling that because I I'm currently I'm getting so wrapped up in the stress of what is it actually going to be like to actually have to move all this shit on the actual day that like I feel like I can't even allow myself to think about. Oh, won't it be nice when everything's done? Because it's like, well, yeah, everything will be nice when it's done, but it has to get done, and it's gonna be a bitch to do it. Like that—that's where my mind is stuck at. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, it, it it does always suck at first. Well, I mean, do you, let me ask you this: Do you have like paintings or like things that are hung up on the wall and like stuff like that? Like what? What do you actually have to move besides furniture? Like what I'm I'm so bad about that stuff. Like I, oh, I don't me have too. like any I don't have any direct decorations or anything in my apartment. Me neither. It's it's like that that's something I'm gonna like actively try and change just because it's like it's so weird. Like when other when other people show up, they're like, huh, nothing on the walls. It's like, oh geez. It, it gives off a bad impression to people. The the funniest comment I got was um Someone came over and she said, my apartment looks like I live in the witness protection program, which to me is still the funniest, funniest thing I've gotten. Um, But it is kind of true. And yeah, I've thought about I should probably change that. But uh, but 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 I'm I'm still stuck on this. Like, what do you have that you're going to put in a box and then take out of a box? What what do you mean? Where do you what are you doing? That's why I'm asking you, like, what do you have besides furniture? That you're like, oh, I want to put it in its right place. I just want to like put it. Like, what do you? Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I mean, like, what all, is there? All, all the kitchen supplies and everything, but like, it, it, even things just like getting the bathroom organized. It's like a good feeling. Like, put, put, <laughs> this sounds so stupid, but like fi- finding the spot for the for the body wash and the shampoo and the, all the different toiletries and things like that. Like, that's sort of fun to me. And then the video game consoles as well and then books where am i going to put books which books am i going to put on display things like that so it's not a ton but whatever it is is still a lot of fun okay so you have books on display not right now but i'm planning on it i will (laughs) it's okay so you so that's one of the things you're gonna have to i want people i want people to come over and be like this is this is like a home not just like a weird apartment with white walls <laughs> like what i live in that's what i live in right now <laughs> yeah i mean okay so uh, do you have a bookshelf uh i yeah sor- sort of but it's it's in my room it's more it's more like book cubbies where there's like it's just nine cubbies some of them have books some of them have clothes oh that's cute vince has something like that i think right doesn't he probably he has he has like a thing that's not like a bookshelf, but it's like a shelf shelving unit with like different squares on it. And some of yeah, them yeah. he puts books, and some of them he puts he puts like little toys and knickknacks and little figures of video games or something. I don't know. Um, 
Okay, so that's going to be something you're going to have to. God, I didn't even think about the kitchen. Oh <laughs> God, how do you? How do the fuck do you move like plates and glasses and shit without it breaking? Oh, that's awful. I know. I know. Oh, no, nothing fits. God. Pots and pans don't fit together. Oh God, pots and pans. I forgot I have those. I'm oh, so this sorry. is just going to be a nightmare. You know, that that's the stuff that you just do one at a time, I think. <laughs> you might be right. I mean, just just put a plate in your car, a single plate and then <laughs> drop it off at the other place when you're driving home. I mean, the the advantage that I have is and I think we talk to you about this i think we talked about this when we talked about what it's like having roommates the the difference between me and my roommates is i'm the kind of person who can survive i'm i just use like one glass at a time and i will use the same glass for a week (laughs) i don't and i don't care whereas the other clowns are like you know they'll get a drink of water and then they'll get a new glass and get another drink of water like they're almost that bad oh my god so (laughs) so so maybe maybe i should just move my glass my one glass (laughs) I'll just move it. They can figure out how to move the kitchen. Yeah, when they, when they ask why, they're like, well, I only use this one. This is only what well, right. well, the other one's for. I remember, I remember my dad told me that when he, when my sister lived with him when she was like in high school, he would, my sister was really bad about getting a new plate and glass and fork for every little thing. And then she would bring the food to her room and then leave the dishes in her room. So there was never any dishes. So my my dad eventually stole like a plate, a bowl, a fork, a knife, a spoon, and a glass and just kept (laughs) it all in his bedroom. (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, um, all right. Well, I, well, okay. So I'm moving before you are. So I'm, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try to make a list or write down all the little things that I think of that make my life easier, and that way it'll help you out. Please do. No, I would love that. Then we, then we can follow up. We'll follow up after you move and then after I move. It'll be great. It's the summer of moving. Yeah. Okay. That's a good idea. The, that idea that I just had, I think it's a good one. Yeah, yeah me too. <laughs> um, and you know what else I'll do? I'm going to try to – I'm going to – well, I'm, when I say I'm going to do this, I mean I'm going to try to do this, and hopefully I'll follow through on it. I'm going to try to make a list of all the th- places where I have to change my address. Oh my god! You know, you know what I'm thinking about doing? Tell me. Is just like scrolling through one password, and just be like, "All right, update this one." Maybe just do like ten at a time. Do ten a day or something like that. Like, all right, they need to know my new address. Here we go. That that is a great idea. Well, let me ask you this: What do you actually need sent to you? Um, I mean, like for, for like my, some of the real estate stuff I do, they need to have like my address for tax bills and stuff like that. Um, and then what else? Just like, I don't know, car insurance bills, stuff like that. I don't get a ton sent in the mail, but I I guess it's more so like the, the credit card stuff, you know, and more, more so, more so like uh shipping addresses, I guess, like Amazon will have to have a new address and then other websites will have to have it yeah i mean that that's a good i mean i think do you only have the one apple card is that your only only credit card no you have more yeah i, I have two do you use them both Mm-hmm. yeah see i only use the one so that'll be the only one that i that i update i'm trying to because here i'm also thinking about like 
Because I, uh, yeah, I was just thinking about mail, but you're right. It's like shipping addresses for like packages, which is mostly Amazon. But well, here, well, here's the other nice thing: if you update your shipping address on your Apple Card, then any anything you buy with Apple Pay just goes through that address because that's the one link to the card. Mm-hmm. So that's that actually makes that easier. Yeah, that's um, true. At least for those types of purchases. Um, because I was thinking originally about like like what actually gets mailed to me. Like the only thing that they get mailed to me are my internet bill and my uh, energy, my electric bill. And I and I'm a lunatic, so I have those sent to my office, not even my house. <laughs> right. So it's like, I mean, my roommates get mad at me because 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 they're like, why don't you check the mail? I'm like, I check the mail once or twice a month, maybe maybe once every two months. What do mm-hmm. I need to check the mail for? Nobody sends me anything. Packages come to the door. What else do I need? Like you know, yeah. But you're right. It's it's going to be like like billing addresses and stuff. That's what's going to happen. That's what's going to be annoying. It's not that people actually send me things. Yeah, yeah. But I I also just get weirded out in general at the idea of like whoever lives in this apartment after me is going to be getting my mail if I don't update it. So like, I mean, I I get mail from some places where it's just like I I, I get it in the mail and immediately throw it away. I don't even look at it. But even even there, like. I still want to update the address because I don't want whoever lives here afterwards. I don't want them having any idea who I was. You know, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> I don't want them to know I exist. I don't want them to know someone lived here before them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. What are they going to do? Probably nothing. But I don't know. They could, they could reach out to me and ask me what it was like living there. I don't want to have that conversation. No one would do that. But these are the things I think about. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It's sketchy.